I loved all the different areas in the Ginger app. It just showed me some new techniques to manage stress with three kids and a very demanding nursing schedule. Stresses to a different level. Welcome to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, dedication, and diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente Northern California. I'm your host, Kirio and Pleats. When Apple started using the phrase, there's an app for that, back in 2009, few of us knew what the heck they were talking about. But today, there are millions of apps. And the average smartphone user uses 46 apps a month, and that is just mind-blowing. Many of those apps help us, ironically, to disconnect from technology and reconnect with ourselves and to help us live well and thrive. One of them is the Calm app, which is profiled in episode one, and one that Keith, a listener, KP clinician, and administrator calls valuable. He writes, patients and colleagues have garnered tremendous benefit to their mental health and well-being using the Calm app. Well, thanks so much, Keith. I could not agree more. And as I said in that episode and still stand by, Matthew McConaughey's voice will put me to sleep every time. Thanks so much, Keith. Keep those comments coming. In this episode, we turn to an app that provides mental health coaching 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's called Ginger, and we put it in the hands of one of our frontline nurses to battle test it and report back. First, let's turn to Trina Histon, our Senior Principal Consultant with Prevention and Wellness Digital Health at Kaiser Permanente. Welcome to Live Well and Thrive, Trina. Thank you so much. Delighted to be here, Carrie. It's great to have you. So Trina, you've been a trailblazer developing the KP Digital Mental Health Strategy. What needs were you addressing? What were you trying to solve for? Back in 2018, we were looking in care delivery to add a digital layer to our existing specialty behavioral health programming as part of our behavioral health innovation work. And what we were discovering when we talked to our frontline clinicians and we talked to members, we were curious about were they using digital tools? Might they find them a good value add from the clinical perspective to a plan of care? And as you just mentioned, many of us have smartphones, about 93%, and we're all using apps. So could we use apps to support our mental health and wellness? When we looked at our own data, about 20 to 25% of members who were being seen in specialty behavioral health actually were subclinical or had mild symptoms. So we really were curious about what are some other ways we could meet needs. We've leveraged human-centered design, which is an empathy-based problem-solving methodology. And what that really allows you to go and do is really go deep with our clinicians and our members and understand the context of care from the clinical side and then what was going on with our members and their life experiences. So then we could see how these tools could fit. So it's a very rich set of techniques to really go deep on how we can support people on their journey back to health. And in that process of building this ecosystem in care delivery, we said, you know, these tools are good for everybody for self-care beyond the context of a clinic visit. So we really then wanted to expand the tools into everybody's hands. It seems like there's an article almost every day around the increased need for mental health support, people suffering from anxiety and people being hesitant to reach out. So these wellness apps, can they help navigate life and make small changes to improve your sleep, your mood, your relationships? Do you have evidence to show how successful they are? 
Absolutely. So, you know, we are an evidence-based organization and we're also a learning organization. And you just referenced every day there's a new study coming out. And part of my role is to track all the science. I will say when we started back in 2018, we did do evidence reviews and we were seeing in the digital mental health space, although it is a nascent area, that there are over 66 randomized control trials, well-designed studies that show any of these techniques are efficacious. So that means they work in control settings. And the journey we've been on since then is really looking at the effectiveness. So do they work in the real world? And I think the answer we've been finding is yes. We started with tools for mindfulness and you referenced Calm at the beginning. And the other tool that we leaned into for cognitive behavioral therapy, which we'll talk about in a moment called My Strength, really has strong evidence base that it works in all modalities, including digital. So apps are certainly empowering. They put resources right in our hands, no matter what we have going on. Let's go through the suite, as you were mentioning, of the digital tools you've introduced to our employees. First, the Calm app, which we profiled in episode one. It helps with meditation and sleep. And then there's my strength. So tell us about each one. Sure. You've referenced Calm for mindfulness. That helps the discipline of mindfulness-based stress reduction really shows helping with sleep, anxiety, also with stress, which I think we can all acknowledge there's a lot of that about. My strength is leaning more into that cognitive behavioral therapy that I referenced. It really is where you can examine negative thought patterns you might have about yourself or the world around you, and it comes from talk therapy. So it really then enables you to reframe those negative thought patterns and help alleviate maybe the symptoms and emotions related to depression, anxiety, and even stress. In my strength, what that offers you are guided paths you can take that really lean into that CBT set of techniques. But the guided paths are things like insomnia, stress, there's some for chronic pain, for depression, for substance use disorder. And then the value of our partnership with these tools is we get to influence some of the programs they develop. So at our request, in my strength, we also have a guided path for postpartum depression. We also, in 2020, when we were in the midst of the pandemic, stood up a guided path for first responders because a lot of our members are first responders. And then also, given the racial reckoning in 2020, that we're still living through a guided program on race. So you can leverage the toolbox and go through those guided programs, knowing that they are evidence-based and that we are tracking overall at a population level and seeing people are deriving benefit. And you mentioned Ginger. That provides emotional support coaching, a phrase we'll get to know a little bit more in a second. But how does Ginger work? Ginger sits between the self-care offerings, Calm and My Strength, and clinical care. It's another level of support on a continuum of support that we want to offer. It is an app, but you text. You can text your coach. It's available 24-7 for a 90-day period, so you can go deep in discussion with the coach. And you might be a frontline worker who's working different shifts, so they're available when you get off shift. And you can really begin to goal set and talk about some things that might be on your mind. If I could use an example, you might be someone who intermittently struggles with sleep. So the Calm app and the sleep stories are a great first touch point. And you mentioned Carrie, Matt McConaughey is your favorite. And there's so many stories in there, you'll find one. But say you're having slightly more sleep issues and you really want to understand how might I set up my day and my nighttime routine so I can begin to address insomnia. So my strength has a guided path. Now say you've done those things, you're like, well, what about me and my life and my context? You really want to personalize how you can make things work for you. 
You might be a busy mom taking care of a parent, you've got kids, you've got a very busy job if you're a nurse or other frontline care provider. And you can talk to that coach to really tailor the program for your life and really figure out what you might try tomorrow after you talk to the coach. The value of the coaching experience too is you get to pace the changes you're trying to make. We often go with great gusto to make changes and then we run out of gas. So the value of working with the coach is they'll also help you pace the changes you want to make and where you want to want to start first and go second and go third. Your chats are confidential. They are between you and your coach. And then say you're kind of wanting to remember what you talked about the last time you connected. You can see the history of your chats. They're stored in your account as well. So emotion coaching for emotional support is what Ginger provides, but it doesn't take the place of psychotherapy. When does one go from the Ginger app to seeing a licensed psychotherapist? You're absolutely right. The Ginger coaches are there to provide coaching, which is very distinct from psychotherapy. So if in the conversation with your coach, you are realizing you might need some more support that might move into the clinical realm, your ginger coach will actually help you connect back with KP so you can begin to leverage that psychotherapy and be on that pathway. Take advantage of the many wellness resources we offer our employees. The first thing to do is take the total health assessment. Based on your answers, you'll learn how to make small changes in your daily life to reach your health goals. Get started by clicking the link in the show notes to this episode. Now, back to our conversation. So we wanted also to see how the Ginger app worked. So we asked a frontline nurse if she'd use it for a few weeks. Joining us is Jody Frame, our staff, RN, and labor delivery at Kaiser Permanente's Santa Clara Medical Center. Hi, Jody. How are you? Hi, Carrie. I'm good. Thank you for having me on again. Again, yes. You may remember Jody from episode three, where frontline nurses shared stories exemplifying their inner strength working through the pandemic. Jody, so how have you been since the last time we spoke? Pretty busy. So this was kind of a perfect time to try out this Ginger app. We asked you to download Ginger and use it for a while. What'd you think? At first, I was really curious as to what the Ginger app was and what it had to offer and how it's different from all those different apps that we could find and use. I noticed there were a lot of different areas in the Ginger app, a lot of different topics you could go to. I just really felt like there was something for everyone in there. One of my favorite areas within the app is the self-care section. I love to watch the videos on how to deal with day-to-day stresses, whether it's work or relationships or managing stress. So Jody, how did you use the Ginger app? I loved all the different areas in the Ginger app. Once you go inside, there's many different topics. I love the meditation videos and that I could find a breathing activity, whether I had 60 seconds or 60 minutes. I found you could really dive into a topic if you have 60 minutes. It goes so in depth and gives you so many options on how to help your daily stress. I found that the Ginger app offers an option to chat with a coach right away if you felt you needed it, or you could schedule a chat. I love the option of scheduling a chat with a coach because my schedule is very busy. I'm not always available when they're available. You mean you're busy with three kids? So busy. 
So I loved looking forward to, I have an appointment with this coach. So I made it a point to really be available so that I had that time with them. That was just for me and the coach. Yeah, Jody, you've got kids and a busy work schedule. Trying to fit time in is a little challenging. Were you able to work around your busy schedule? For sure. I love the schedule your session option. But there's also an option on there. If you feel you need help right away, you can use that option as well. What did it change for you, if you don't mind sharing? Like, how do you feel differently? I think it just showed me some new techniques to manage stress with three kids and a very demanding nursing schedule. Stress is to a different level. And I just loved all the different options. While I'm driving to work, I can be listening to a topic. So it just gives you lots of options on everyone's busy life. Jody, when you're thinking back, and Trina, I'd love to have you jump in on this too, is you're thinking about what our team has been through for the past two and a half years. Do you kind of wish you had had Ginger from the beginning? It would have been amazing for sure. Now that I've used it for a while, it's kind of the app that you don't realize you need. Yeah. Trina, do you hear kind of the same thing? Absolutely. You know, I think it's important to acknowledge the times we're living through and what our frontline teams have been living through as well. And, you know, we've talked a lot about stress. So the interesting thing about stress is it has two flavors. You have distress, which I think most of us know about the rare human that hasn't been distressed. And then there's eustress, which is actually when maybe your favorite basketball team wins the NBA and you're very excited and that's positive. What we were hearing more in 2020 and from the clinicians that I've been working with is this concept of allostatic load. It's that sort of cumulative chronic stress layered in with life events. And I think we can all agree the pandemic has certainly been that. Our frontline teams have been living through that. And one of the nice things about these tools, and I hope people are curious as they're listening to try them, is when you're under that constant intensity of stress, finding ways to give your brain and body a break from that fight, flight, freeze response is so important. And it might sound trivial that, you know, you might take a meditation and, you know, Joe, do you talk about 60 seconds? That actually really helps reset some pieces of the physiology and it won't solve the problem you're trying to solve, but it will give you your brain and body a break. And then you can have maybe a different perspective going in. So those breaks over time are so important and whatever ways you can find to give yourself that break are important. And some of these tools we talked about today are really good ways to do that. Trina, I think that's incredibly valuable. And Jody, you've mentioned this in episode three, and I think you've highlighted it again today is Taking those moments, whether it's a minute, whether it is your drive into work, but those moments of meditation, those moments of breaks, when you are incredibly busy, they add up and they count and they help the stress from building on top of itself. So I end every episode asking the same question of all of our guests. What one piece of advice would you give our team to heal and to rebound from the past two plus years? And Trina, I'm going to start with you. You know, in Ireland, in addition to saying goodbye, we often say, mind yourself. So I would leave with the question, what are some ways that you can mind yourself and take those small breaks? You have been caring so much as we move through this pandemic. And I know our frontline teams will heal other people and then they might put themselves last in line. So what are some ways you can mind yourself? And Jody, in episode three, you gave advice to support one another, even if it's a small gesture or sending supportive texts. Is there anything you'd like to add? 
I think our self-care is so important. Since we talked last, I tried to think what kind of self-care can I do for myself that isn't hours a day because I don't have that kind of time. One thing I found was audiobooks. And I have to admit, I was kind of forced to it because my daughter had to read a book for junior high. So I, <laughs> I listened to it to help her with her assignment. And I realized this is really easy. I have a drive into work. I can listen. It kind of takes my mind somewhat off of the chaotic traffic. And then I'm like, I'm going to find a book that I wish I had time to sit and read, but I'm going to listen to it. And it has been so enjoyable. I'll notice now listening to it on my own time, not in the car, so that I can finish the book. Jody, you were a very busy mom and a fantastic nurse. And I just appreciate you so much for taking the time to try out something new for us to get a frontline perspective on the gender app. And I'm so thankful that you tried it and you found it useful. And I know you sharing your feedback today will help others make the decision to download it and maybe use it themselves if it can help them in even a small way. And Trina, thank you so much. So Trina Histon, our Senior Principal Consultant with Prevention, Wellness, and Digital Health. And Jody Frame, as I mentioned, our Staff RN from Labor Delivery and Kaiser Permanente Santa Clara. Thank you guys both so much for joining today and for sharing your wisdom for our listeners. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Great to have you both. This podcast is one of many resources to support your well-being, including the Ginger app. Add it to the suite of self-help apps we offer to KP employees who are also members. You can find additional resources from physical health tools to mental health support on how to thrive at work on HR Connect under Benefits Wellbeing. I started this episode reading a comment from a listener, and I'd like to invite you to share what's on your mind. Ask a question or suggest a topic or a guest. Send it in an email or buy a short audio clip to live well and thrive at kp.org. And whether you're listening on your commute or during a down moment, keep those comments coming. And of course, I'd like to thank you, our listener, for tuning in to Live Well and Thrive, a podcast recognizing the hard work, dedication, and diversity of our team at Kaiser Permanente. I'm Carrie Owen Pleats, and we'll see you next time.